Uh, Saints, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to sit down. That's okay. Uh, uh, if I stand up, I don't know how long I can stand up, so I'm going to sit down here. Uh, yeah, uh, let, me, uh, let me just say, you know, regarding this whole matter, uh, uh, I cannot overstress, I cannot overstress the need that we would have a vision. I cannot overstress, and I cannot stress enough that we have a vision. Because, brothers and sisters, if this is Zion, which our brother said clearly, I mean, it's shocking when you read it. It's in practical points on blending. And I would recommend that those videos are now on, they're right there for you to watch on the, what do you call it? The, the, uh, the, the subscription service? Right there. You want to talk about a monumental time period. You know, that, that little excerpt that they read, that little note, that practical points on blending plus the Taipei co-workers fellowship all happened within about a two-week period. It all, you check the dates. That was a time period of great light. And, and you know, Brother Lee said that this matter of the vital groups is Zion. And it is the place of the overcomers. And it is, it is the reality, the practicality, and the actuality of the body of Christ. I didn't say that. He said that. You go back and read that. Go back and read that. You know, brothers and sisters, we, we can say these things, but if I personally, and, and I'm not saying... You know, it would be wonderful if we had 100% vision. All of us had a vision. But some have got to pay the price to have this view. So that we can stay on course. You know, without, without a vision, the people run wild. And they perish. And... Uh, you know, brothers and sisters, um, this, the, you know, the, the vision keeps us going personally. You know, I, I often think back to that period of time, 1984 to 1989, when Brother Lee was endeavoring, like, like Tim said, and groping. He said, I'm groping. He said, we're not there. We're experimenting. That's why he used the word experimenting. And he got, you know, he got uh, lambasted for, for saying he's experimenting. I heard some of the lambasting. He, he was groping. And, uh, you know, but this was a man with a vision. And, you know, I, I've mentioned this before, but, but I was in Taipei early on. Mike Holt, you were there early. And... And the situation in the church in Taipei was not that promising back then. 
And uh, I was in one hall where, honestly, it was probably 95% were, you know, 70 and above. I mean, you know, and they had basically one brother that was kind of middle-aged that kind of took the lead. Well, Brother Lee landed in Taipei and said, we're going to have a revolution. You know, we're going to have, the Lord is going to do something. And, and uh, you know, and, and I use this example, he, you know, it's like you land on the tundra in Siberia and the plane opens and out comes a massive Ferguson tractor. And, and you go, this farmer is crazy. He was obviously headed for Minnesota, and he ended up in Siberia. Well, Brother Lee landed in Siberia and pulled out his Massey Ferguson tractor, and he was going to get wheat out of that ground. And he got wheat out of that ground. I, I, I watched him do it. I was in awe. But, you know, brothers and sisters, unless we see the things, you can't be controlled by what you don't see. And you, can't, you cannot be motivated by what you don't see. And you cannot be protected by what you don't see. Something will come along and you say, well, this sounds good. And something else comes along and you say, that sounds good. So, uh, you know, maybe, maybe good enough. But, but uh, you know, I, and I, I, would just, I would just beg some sisters... Don't exclude yourself. Some sisters have to see, and brothers have to see. And, and then we just endeavor accordingly in a proper spirit, in a proper attitude, looking to the Lord for his timing. And, uh, you, you know, if, if we don't see where we're going, it, it's, it's hard to realize we need to progress. Uh, you know, we need to see where we're going. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I mean, there's so much, you know, there's so much to say uh, about all these matters. There's hours and hours and hours of fellowship, and we've got basically, you know, four and a half hours maybe this weekend. But uh, you know, I hope you would receive this kind of charge regarding this matter. Uh, uh, yeah. Amen. Uh, you know, and I, and I would say, uh, you know, we have an interesting situation with the teams and the church. You know, the team is not separate from the church, but of course it is a functioning unit. It's a functioning unit, but it's a functioning unit as the church and within the church, and all the members are just just church members, you know, they're, they're just there, they're in the church, you know, and, uh, but, but it, it too is a unit, and so that has all kinds of dynamics that go with it, and all, you know, many of us in this room are probably in the teams, or, 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 or maybe even some of us are adjunct to the teams, we have some older saints that meet with us to coordinate, and, and so forth, and you know the dynamics that go on there. That, that's, that is the place for the reality of the body of Christ. You know, so, so the team has to be 
a vital group. I mean, it has to be a unit of care, a unit of, uh, that is in life and is spiritual, and a unit that, that, is, that it has those two characteristics so that it can have the third characteristic, which is what? Increase, perfecting, and building up. And honestly, brothers, increase is the easy part. I mean, we can, we proved it in Taipei. I mean, we, we beget, uh, you know, anyway, one weekend, 4,001 were baptized, one weekend. Uh, I mean, that, I mean, it's just crazy, you know. And uh, so it's easy to increase in, in that sense. But, but I, I would tell you, actually, all those things are worked out practically in the vital group. Increase the perfecting. We need one another to be perfected. And, uh, you know, each of us have a portion in this perfecting in the group. And the new ones are perfected as they are with us and they are brought further and further into the life of Christ and into the service of Christ. You with me? Uh, and, and the building up takes place in such an environment. You know, so, so, so you have the team as a unit with, that is absolutely within the church. And then the church is, is going towards Zion. And, and I mentioned this last time. You, you know, the, the matter of the matter that Bradley covers in the practical points on blending. Uh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta read the whole. You know, there's the punch. The, the the real punchline is that quote that the brothers cited about. Uh, uh, where is that one about the? Uh, you know, uh, that it's the Zion the, of the overcomers. Yeah, this is part three. There is one on. Yeah, where is that? Okay, one, two, three, five. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, the overcomers, the vital groups are today Zion. My burden is to help you to reach the peak of the vital groups. That is the overcoming overcomers Zion. You know, the, the page and a half before this, Bradley spends a lot of time talking about how Zion is like graduate school and the church life is like high school. And he talks about the topography of the, of the, of, uh, the good land and he said that, that the city of Jerusalem is like the church life, but the peak of Zion is the vital groups, and it is the place of the overcomers. It's the place where the overcomers are produced. Uh, and that's not to say they can't be produced elsewhere, but I tell you, you have a, a greater opportunity if you're in the reality of this kind of thing. Okay, so, so you have, you have the, the, the team as a unit, and you have the church endeavoring to arrive at this kind of peak living among the saints. Okay. Uh, 
this is very high. This matter, I, I don't know what to say. I mean, you go back and read Practical Points on Blending, and you listen to the tape. The tape is even stronger. I mean, go, go, go listen and pick up his, his sentiment and his feeling. Go back and listen to that. He, he put a lot of weight in this matter of the vital group. He had a lot of expectation for the matter of vital group. But, but it, where, where is it? It, it? This is a high thing. Okay. You know, brothers and sisters, I just wanted to say, where are we? You know, sometimes we hear, where are we? And that's, that's the judge in black robes saying, where are you? You know, that's not the way I'm saying, where are we? Where are we is where we are. Where you are is where you are. You know, uh, Ron Kangas has, has made famous this saying, be where you are until, be who you are until the Lord makes you someone else. So my son loves that quote. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. So anyway, it's good. Praise the Lord. Uh, I'm glad. You know, I need to learn that lesson, too. Try it on daddy's shoes and they're a little too big, you know. Uh, but we need to be where we are. And, and you know, brothers and sisters, this, the matter of hall to home, the matter of the four steps of the God-ordained way, and the matter of the vital groups, there, there, uh, there is sequence, there is history of how Brother Lee got into the matter of the God-ordained way. You with me? Uh, you, you know, you, you go back and look. It, it's, it's, it's very clear. You know, there was that period of time where it was hauled to home. And there was other things also, which I don't have time to get into, but there's all kind of sub-points that went on related to that main point. Then, beginning in the summer of 86, when the FTTT opened up to the English speakers, full-time training in Taipei, opened up to the English speakers, Brother Lee started to get into this whole matter of what do we do now? How, how do we go forward from here? And that over the next three years till 89, actually three and a half years till the end of 89, he was endeavoring to crystallize how do we serve as New Testament believers. And he came up with, actually there's a quote in, uh, in uh, the Advance of the Lord's Recovery today. He said, up till now, to 1989, we have seen these four matters. So they got crystallized by 1989. And he saw the matter of begetting. He saw the matter of nourishing those that have been begotten. He saw the matter of perfecting those that have been begotten and nourished and he saw the matter of building up by the prophesying. Okay, that, that's what? That's increase, perfecting, and building up. That's, that's the purpose. Okay? And then the, the third stage basically was 1992, August, to uh, basically the, kind of the end of his public ministry uh, in uh, 19 the end of 1996. He did a little bit in 1997, but not, 
not much. Uh, but that whole fall, 1996, was taken up with the vital groups. That's the book, The Vital Groups. You know, he hadn't spoken about the vital groups in detail for a couple of years, and uh, I flew out there for that first meeting. I wanted to be there uh, for that first meeting, and, uh, you know, it was very, very worthwhile. Anyway, uh, you know, brothers and sisters, remember how I started this? Where are you? Where are you? Okay. Uh, Where are you is where you are. You know, one thing we don't want to do, and I, I just would like to encourage the saints, and uh, is we don't want to make people feel that they have to be somewhere that they're not. Okay? You know, okay, let's say, let's say that last week you opened your home for the first time, and, and which is, I mean, it's happening. I mean, it's happening these days. It's happening. And, and, and saints are moving into the home experience. Well, you come to this kind of fellowship where it's going to be a lot of intense fellowship about vital groups. You shouldn't feel that this is bad or worthless or... No, you are opening your home and you've got saints in your home, right? You know, and, and this is a great thing. This is a great thing, you know. Uh, now, is it the final thing? No. So it's good to see where we're going. But it's good to realize I can't get there in one day. And I just have to be where I am, and I have to be faithful to where I am, but also I have to be faithful to look to the Lord. Lord, I, I want more, and I want to develop more, and I, I want to see more, and I want the saints that, are in, that meet with me to, do, to see more. You know, actually, so these things, hall to home, the four steps and the vital groups are actually kind of, you could say, not only the history of Brother Lee's development, but it's also even our history of our experience. Not everyone. Some people come straight into vital group living. And that's, that's wonderful. But a lot of us, you know, maybe we started recently, maybe we started in years and years ago, and you remember how we used to do it was basically home meeting was 7.30 to 9.30 Friday, and you'd walk in, and the saints would walk in, then you'd try to remember, okay, now let's see, we were in what last week? Oh, yeah, yeah, that was one. okay, here we go, and, uh, and, and then you go, and, but, huh, and you had a meeting, and you know, Hopefully there's a little fellowship, mutuality, and singing, you enjoy some. But wow, isn't that better? To talk about a great leap forward. Talk about the great leap forward. How about, I mean, I don't know your all's names. I don't know. You know, I don't know everybody's name in here. But 
give me six people in my house on a regular basis. I'll know their names. I'll know their kids' names. I'll know how their dog, whether their dog likes to be outside. Right? I know their dog's name. I know what kind of food he likes to eat. I know all about you. And when you get sick, I know about it. Right? Talk about a great leap forward. That's great. You know, but you go on like this and we're faithful to seek the Lord. Then then what happens? Then you begin to have <coughs> you begin to have <coughs> some realization, you know, I need to do something. Right? So so then then you go, well, you know, I really should be beginning. I really should be preaching the gospel. And then so you get into that cycle. So so you get into begetting, and then you, you nourish them, and then you perfect them, and then you take them to the prophesying meeting, and then you pass out. <laughs> you know, after Lord's Day morning, you pass out, and there's a, all the other saints passed out in the parking lot, <laughs> the ones that are endeavoring. Why? Because you're just, you're taking us. Now, is that better than just opening your home? Wow, much better. You know, we used to have this song that said, don't sit in the love feast eating, waiting for the maimed and dying to come through the door. You know, so, so that's a great leap forward because now you're, you're doing something more than waiting. You're, you're, you're going, you're endeavoring. But you know what happens when you endeavor like that by yourself? My experience, I run out of gas, and I realize I'm incapable, and uh, I just can't do it on my own. Some can do it, and, and praise the Lord, some can do it, because then it encourages us. They're, they can perfect us in, in these kind of things. But, you know, Brother said, he said, the only, listen, the only way to carry out the God-ordained way, the four steps, is in the vital group. That's what he said. That's the only way to carry out the four steps of the God-ordained way, in any kind of sustainable way. So then you get to the last point, which is vital groups. And all of a sudden you go, shazam, I see it. And I, I told you this before, but, you know, uh, I was involved with the full-time training, and my whole job was the God-ordained way. That's all I did. And I did that for basically four years. Uh, I, I skipped one semester, but basically four years. And two of those years was under the eyeballs of Witness Lee. And I was the man. I was the, I was the cleanup batter. I was number four in the lineup. <laughs> If there was going to be a grand slam, it had to be me. Well, I tried, and I endeavored, and I prayed, and I did all these things, and I passed out. (laughs) So I was fully prepared. I was so prepared. I can't tell you, saints. When I started to hear and understood where he was going with the bottle groups, I just about jumped out of my skin. I said, that's it. Painter, that's it. Okay, 
Because this, this is a way that can sustain us in the burden. It's not an odious task. And, and we did it. I tell you, we, I, told, I told you the stories. We've dragged sisters, middle-aged sisters out, knocking on doors in the rain, drizzling. Poor old sister. Do y'all, anybody remember Judy Self from Denton? She was on my team, sorry to say. Knocking on doors. Hi. You know, eventually people moved away from Denton. That's what they did. So just wear them out. The, the Murray's moved, you know. So, yeah, sayonara. We'll see you later. So, uh, and, and eventually... You know, I told you this before, but one year I did get in my tax return. I think I can't remember. I think we spent like thousand dollars on babysitting that year, and it was so that my wife and I both could go door knocking. Thousand bucks. You know, that's a lot of babysitting back then. Particularly, it's a lot of babysitting. You know, and. Uh, yeah, I didn't make that much money, but a thousand bucks went to babysitting. So it's not like we didn't try. And we didn't say this doesn't work. You know, we tried. So when you know, brothers and sisters, the only way to prove something is by testing. You know, the Bible says prove by testing. Get into the thing. And then and then you you realize uh, what is and what isn't. And then when Brother Nick takes the next step, you're not thrown off the train. You're hanging on to the back of the caboose, and you just get flipped off because you're not into the thing. Uh, anyway, um, so, so these, these three eras, Hall to Home, the Four Steps, and the Vada Groups, are actually a picture of our progress and a picture of our, how we go on. And, and no one should be condemned where they are. No one should be, feel, you know, that, that somehow they're invalidated in what they're doing. You shouldn't feel that way. There's no reason to feel that way. Uh, but on the other hand, we, we should have the feeling, Lord, I realize you want more. Firstly, cause me to see it. Cause me to really see it so that it controls the way I think about your service and the way I serve. You know what I'm saying? Brother, it's too easy to pick this thing up, that thing up, do this, do that. You know, Don Looper said, talking about this, and I believe he was not talking for sure, not talking merely about the team in Austin, but he was talking about the whole situation with the church, with the team as part of that unit of the church and how they were going on together. He said, this is the thing itself, right? I mean, this, this what, they, what they were experiencing, I don't think he was talking about what was going on in some place else. I think he was talking about what was going on in, in Austin. And brothers, whether you back up or drive sideways into it, 
I think you all got there anyway. So, uh, huh? Yeah, and you're still on the way, but, but uh, you know, there is something that's built up and manifested there. And I, I would say there's all these stages are there, right? There are saints that are just, they open their home once a week. Marvelous. Wow. There's some saints that are beginning to realize I'm responsible and I need to do, I need some endeavoring personally. And then there's others that are organically ending, uh, uh, arriving at a kind of situation among a group of saints, including the full-timers. Not as special people, the full-timers, but as just members of that group, they're arriving at a situation of blending and care for one another that has a way to sustain and maintain and push forward uh, the Lord's move. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, Yeah. Boy, there's so much anyway. You know, let me just say, uh, regarding this matter of the three characteristics, uh, Uh, you, you know, uh, again, and I made a big point out of this, and the reason I, I've in the past spent so much time talking about this quote, or, you know, where this came from, which is page 49 and 50 of uh, the, urgent, uh, the Fellowship Regarding the Urgent Need of the Vital Groups, is because that, that message is message seven in that book. And this is all just, you know, so many facts, but, but they point to something. You know, message seven in that book is actually message one to the Anaheim. Okay? And uh, so, you know, if you, if you don't know that, then you think messages one through six are, are, are the, the lead-in and message seven is just one of the chapters. But, you know, often, 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 when Brother Lee begins a new topic, he lays out basic principles. And I, I mentioned this to Ed one time, he said, and his comment was always. That's always the case. And he gives you the biblical basis. He gives you the, the, what he's basing it in the Word and so forth, okay? And... Uh, you know, this, this matter of the purpose of the vital group, the nature and the condition, if, if you really see these three things and keep them in mind, you realize that the whole rest of that book is just about purpose, nature. That, that's all it's about. I challenge you, go back and peruse that book, which is 250, 60 pages, Go back and peruse that book in light of purpose, nature, and condition, and tell me if you can't fit everything that's in that book under those headings. You know, these, these three things become the, the, they're the characteristics. They are the characteristics of what a vital group is, and it's, and, and it's, it's just like Tim said, <clears throat> you know, although purpose is first, purpose cannot come into existence 
without nature and condition. Y'all are all getting sleepy, so we're going to cut it off here pretty quick. But just stay with me for a second, okay? Uh, You know, nature, the nature is that it's spiritual. And nature, again, that word nature means the essence of something. It is what is intrinsic to that thing. And, And what is intrinsic to the vital groups as a characteristic, the characteristic of, of intrinsic or nature or essence of a vital group is that it is spiritual. It's full of life. And that's, that's, the, first, that's the first thing. That's why, earlier point, the God-ordained way is intrinsically a matter of life. And Brother Lee said, in this is page one, Roman numeral two of the outline, he said, we have made it clear that the way to produce the vital groups is that each of us must take the lead to be vital. Each of us, each one. I have to take the lead that I am vital. So this matter of spirituality and of being in life is, is firstly me. I have to be this kind of way. Then secondly... It's that we endeavor that we can be spiritual. So we endeavor that that our, our touches with one another are not what? Not natural. The opposite of spiritual is natural. So you can have a character, you can absolutely have a characteristic of a group that's natural as its essence. And too much, we've tasted. Have you ever tasted that? That may be fun while it's happening, but it bears, that thing bears bitter fruit. And you know, brothers and sisters, you can tell when you can't pray with that person. When it comes time for prayer, you don't have the, you don't have the, you don't have the nerve to say to that person, let's pray. If you do have the nerve, you're, you're running up a one-way street the wrong way because you've, you've made no ground, you've laid no groundwork for that in the past. I've, I've had the experience. That's why we have to be, has to be spiritual and something of life. You know, I, I love this verse in 1 John. It says, it says, we know that we have passed out of death into life because we love the brothers. That's, that's Brother Lee's first proof verse regarding what? That we're We know we've passed from death unto life because we love the brothers. So which comes first? Life or love? According to that verse. Life. I know I've passed from death unto life because we love. So love is the evidence, it's the proof that life is present. So that verse shows you that love is an issue of life. Now, you may have, you may have a gregarious feeling toward that person. You have a natural relationship and you just like to be with them. 
Okay, that substitutes for spiritual and the loving condition, right? I mean, I'm not asking you to be paranoid about this kind of thing, but you, we just, you, you have to, you, you got a nose. You got one here and you got one here. The one here has got bigger nostrils, you know? You've got a spirit and it has a nose. And you just, you just know this is too much. We're caution, you are approaching the boundary, you know, you've, you've got a nose. There's a boundary line. If you, if you can stay in life yourself, first point, I told you, the way to have a vital group is I have to be vital. You know, you have to be in life. Secondly, out of that will come love, real love for one another. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, uh, and then with those two things, it's like exactly what Tim said. There is a way to catch the fruit that God gives you. You have no gloves to catch anything if you don't have the first two. But the first two <clears throat> become a nest to hold what the, what the Lord has, has given. You with me? Uh, <clears throat> I mean, it's a, what a... I mean, I got into this and I thought, who is this? Who's this guy? Who's Witness Lee? What kind of thought? Think about it. I mean, he never, I mean, he's holed up in his house sick and, you know, uh, laboring over the Bible. And, and, you know, Dick Taylor said he's on loan from the New Jerusalem, you know. <laughs> And I believe he's getting daily communiques, you know. <laughs> Think purpose, nature, condition. Consider those three words. Consider those three words. They're, that's the key. And, and I tell you, you, you go back with those three things and you consider where, where, where am I and where's my group? Then, then you have us feel, okay, you, you know, Tim, Tim and I, you know, it, whenever you have a team, you know, you know, the sisters have been, they're, they're, there's not just a glass ceiling for sisters, there's, a, there's, a, there's an iron ceiling. I mean, that's the Bible. I didn't, I didn't write it. But the Bible says, you know, it limits the sisters Ascent, and it limits them regarding authority. It, it just does. I don't know what, what else you're going to say. Okay, so you're on a team, but the brothers, sky's the limit. I'm going for it. You know, so we're happy. The brothers are happy when they can do things and tabulate their results and come up with, you know, we had this many this week. We, we had 2,000 last semester. Now we had... 3,000 this semester. You know, sisters don't care about 2,000 or 3,000. You know what they care about? They, they want to know, where's the love? <laughs> it's so good there's brothers and sisters on the team. Because the sisters will go, brothers, where's the love? Oh, love. Oh, yeah. Nature, condition. Not purpose. It's not 
purpose nature condition. The, you know, otherwise you, you run, you're, you're, on a, you're not on a stool, you're on a flagpole. You know, you got, you're, one, you're a one-legged, your characteristic is way out of, out of balance. You know what I'm saying? So, so it's so good. The sisters, I mean, this semester we had the Where's the Love Fellowship in Irving. Marvelous. Wow, so good. Calibrate the brothers. Tune us in. Right? Lord Jesus, what do you do? What do you say? What are you going to say to that? Where's the love? Well, yeah, you got to answer, you know. <laughs> say, yeah, where did it go? What, what's the situation? Because eventually, brothers and sisters, the world will know when you love one another. That, and you know, three times the night he was betrayed, three times he said, if you love one another, if you love one another, if you love one another. And three times it says, the world will know, the world will know, the world will know. By your oneness and your love. And oneness, the oil to oneness is love. Right? I, I told you this story. I, I used to, I used to live with single brothers before I got married. And, and there it was righteousness. You know, thy, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And it was the funniest thing. You, you know, my wife was living here, and about a block away I was living here. She was living in a sister's house. I was living in a brother's house. And then we moved in together. And, uh, and, and you know, eventually the Lord touched me. He said, uh, where's the kingdom? Where's the kingdom coming and righteousness? Where's all this stuff you used to be into with the brother's house? And I just was exposed. No love for the brothers. You with me? You know, and even the brothers, the older brothers, put me in there because they thought I'd make a good drill sergeant. You know, these are all younger brothers, and so they put me in there to kind of, you know, straighten out the ship a little bit, you know? <laughs> But, uh, you know, when I moved in with my wife, I didn't care what she did. didn't matter. I'm in love. It's easy to be one if you're in love. And people, unbelievers, see that. That's what they see. Whether you're spiritual or not, they, they may, you know, they'll see that some too. But, but what they see is there's a real, there's a genuine care. That, that's what. That's what they see. Isn't that marvelous? That the, these two things become the, the diving board, the springboard for the Lord to carry out his purpose, which is that increase would come and that it would be perfected. Perfecting takes a lot of love. Because we got to put up with one another, you know, and then eventually the, the, the building of the body of Christ would take place. Amen. Okay.